Hello everyone! I'm here to make an announcement that is very important to me. I have been going through a lot of Discovery the last couple of years, and my most recent discovery is that I actually don't like the name Danny. So I'm Molly. Nice to meet you all again. Given where we are with the recorded material, you are going to hear me referred to as Danny in the game for a while yet, but we will be amending the credits. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. If we missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this arc include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, mild gore, use of alcohol and tobacco, stalking, and mentions of genocide. Imagine a world on the frontier, where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources can be found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances happen at such a rate that society cannot keep up. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace, trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine. Amidst all of this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being, the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. So next day, you wanna. What is the next thing I am getting? Uh, let's see. Well, first. I want another massage. <laughs> yes, yeah. I want another massage. Yeah, get another I want, massage. I want. A, I want a different, very attractive person. Okay. <laughs> very attractive person. Male or female? Either. Okay. Uh, this time, so a woman. Oh, hello. What is her uh, name? Her name is Roxy. Hello, Roxy. <laughs> you are very attractive. Well, thank you, ma'am. So, yeah, massage would be one. You should try a different massage this time. Uh, Maybe a deep tissue massage. Yes, please, I want one. I want that. Yeah. And then after that, maybe the... Uh, the full treatment of manicure or pedicure where you've got people uh, like, yes, 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 every, yes, like yes. one person on each you know hand and foot and then somebody do, giving like, the, me a scalp yeah the deep like you know they're, they're uh, massaging and then putting on you know some crazy colors no just just silver crazy colors silver right it's not a crazy color it is a you should save the rest for tomorrow. So you got one more day. Alright. That's a that's a, a, a treatment. 
like a full wrap treatment. Ah, uh, but they that. like wrap you yes, in yes, something yes, yes. and they put like they put like mud crap on you. Yes, 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 yes. Supposed yes. to like hydrate your skin and, and clean yes. out the pores, and yes, then they yes, wrap yes. you in a thing and put you in a hot thing. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, so that would be your day. Yes, for yes. Today, for that's tomorrow. And then today, I go back to the hot tub and I decide if anybody shows up, I oh. just want to get up and walk away. <laughs> so and I do not care what this is. <laughs> we're, we're 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 going to go ahead and say like the next that's the next two days okay and for you in the library also the next two days what are you researching i think i'm done with the face stuff for now okay i go and talk to uh who's the other one i was supposed to talk to alan alan i go and talk to alan in symbology okay and language yes so you follow the signs through language and linguistics and you get like uh, after a certain point, you kind of like get to a uh, a sign that's kind of like been tacked on to the bottom of one of the other ones that says symbology. It looks just as nice as all the other signs, but it is clearly an addendum to right. what to to the others. So you follow it back, and you find yourself in a a kind of closed off section of the library. Like you, you actually have to like go down a hallway separated from a lot of the other bookshelves to symbology. Okay. There's a door. There's a simple wooden door with a placard on the door reading um, Alan Springbottom Symbology. A knock? Come in. Uh, walk in. Okay. So you open the door and are met immediately with a wall of books. Like, not on bookshelves, like, stacked. Oh. Like, floor to ceiling. Uh, any gonna fall on me? No. And to your right, there's, like, a passage, like, to the right, between the wall of books in front of you and the wall of books that are next to the wall. The ones that are next to the wall are also, like, on top of filing cabinets that are lined up against the wall. Ah, I see. Okay. So I'm in a hoarder-type environment. A very neatly organized hoarder. hoarder. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. All right. So I weave through the the maze, I suppose. Yep. And it kind of of is a, a bit of a maze. Yep. I get there. Yep. You eventually find your way to uh, about the middle of the room where there is a a circle desk. Ah. And sitting behind it, behind pretty much just walls of books, even on the desk, there's like one cleared out section <laughs> where there is a gnome. Of course, a gnome. <laughs> okay. I figured it was a gnome. Sitting, looking... Uh, looking through a magnifying glass at some documents. <clears throat> he looks up at you. Yes? Question. Uh, Alan? Yes. I was sent to you about looking up something about a symbol. Uh, kind in context. Uh... Hunters? 
maybe? I pull, I pull my gun uh, out and turn it around to show him the symbol on the back of it. He take he like puts out his hand. May I? There you go. Takes it. Magnifying glass. Hunters, you say? Yeah. Uh, F. After killing magical beasts, I suppose. Interesting. Probably secretive order. Mm. V. He hands it back. Yeah. Secretive hunting order. Wait here. He hops down from his stool and picks up something off the floor that looks like sticks with some straps on them and some like other bits of wood kind of coming off at right angles. Okay. And you you see him disappear behind some rows of books and papers and documents. And then at some point you see his head poke above some of the book stacks as he like moves stuff aside and then okay. <laughs> like he moves down a couple feet seemingly just walking like but with his head above book stacks right and like <laughs> goes through some other things well don't that just beat all magic man magic anyway. <laughs> he eventually comes back with a folder and as he comes back you see that the sticks that he had with them were stilts. Ah, got it. <laughs> he... Okay. <laughs> Not magic. No, no. Just wooden sticks. How practical. Yeah. <laughs> got it. And hops down off them and lays open a folder on the desk. Very obscure, very little known the uh, Venasi. Venasi? What can you tell me about them? Not much, unfortunately. He lays out the folder and it's a, it's a, it is a decent sized folder, but it's not like book thickness by any means. Right. But um, he pulls out an old wanted poster like 50 years ago. And it shows a man with kind of like looks to be human, like maybe in his 50s, like kind of grizzled features and a mustache with like a couple scars running down his face. And it names him as Smythe. Smythe? Smythe. And charges are murder. And it lists the bounty price as... 1,500. There are some other documents in there, uh, some of them drawings, one of them of a crest. It incorporates the the sword and stake. Right. It is flanked by a wolf and an eagle and a script underneath it that reads, you can't quite tell what it reads, but he, Alan will tell you because uh, it's in Elvish. Ah. Maintain the natural order. 
Um, My lip curls a little bit at that. What information he's able to provide based on the rest of the document is that it is some sort of organization that, as you had assumed, hunts down preternatural and supernatural creatures that they do not deem part of the natural order. They have a couple of noted cases that they are known for taking down was a vampire about 150 years ago. It had taken up residency in a ruin in District 3 to the south and had started luring locals away from their homes and creating slaves out of them. And the Benassi came in and dealt with it. Where they're located, who their members are, nobody knows. but you have a name. I have a name. The Smythe character, is that a Vanasi? Yes, he oh, is. Okay. Uh, he is He is actually the only identified Vanasi that, that is in this folder. Got it. All right. Others are like old newspaper clippings of like strangers, wipeout community. Yeah. Any of mine? One of the clippings is of your hometown, your home village being burned to the ground. No survivors. No survivors. Yep. I stare a little bit too long at that one. Yeah. All right. I have a name. Mm Mm-hmm. You have two names. I have two names. I don't know if I don't know. If Smythe is still alive. That was fifty. This poster is at least fifty years old, and the guy looks old. So still, still, and a possible last and one possible location of taking down something. Where would I find any information on preternatural creatures? Um, Alan will direct you back up to the main library area. They have several books upon the topic of lycanthropy and other similar. He pauses and kind of looks at uh, looks at you, looks at what you've been reading, and stops from saying stops from saying the words. But it's almost like you. Like you, you almost hear his thought. Half breeds. I, uh, I smirk a little bit. Thank you. That um, that'll do. He tells me where to find it. Yep. All right. I just I leave. Okay. I thank him and I leave. Yeah. Now here's what I want to find out. If this one knows night speak mm-hmm. and is from the autumn realm, mm-hmm. how did we learn it? Because wolves are said to have a connection to the moon. I get a little bit more aggressive around the moon. Mm-hmm. I'm a little curious. 
All if right. there's any information other than how to fucking kill us, mostly. <laughs> and the other thing I might be looking for. I've never met another one other than people in my pack. Is there any documentation? That would be really stupid if there was, but I'm going to look anyway. Okay. Are there any other communities out there? Not just for wolves, but because I've heard, I've heard tale of all sorts of, mm. all, all sorts of packs. Go ahead and make me two investigation checks. I know. Okay. Thirteen and okay. eleven. Nineteen minus two. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Cool. Seventeen and thirteen. Okay. So, going through shelves, um, you find uh, a couple of books. I'm not going to bother with titles. I'm yeah. just going to tell you the information you find. You find basic descriptions of lycanthropy in its full forms. And that there are a couple of ways to have this, well... The books term it disease. disease. Yeah, I know. The one that's talked about the most, of course, is being bitten. Although there seems to be some disagreement on whether it's a simple bite or if there is something more that needs to be involved. Some sources say that like the person actually needs to die uh, from the bite and then they will be reborn as a werewolf or a were-creature. Yeah. Oh, and then some go so far in the other direction to say that it doesn't even need to be a bite. It just, they just need to draw blood. Well, I can tell you that is not true. Fucking people. I've blood plenty of times on when you've gotten to, uh... I've bitten you, too. Y- yes, that is what I mean. And they have drawn blood in... in, 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 in you ain't howling at the moon yet, darling. Not yet. <laughs> Continue. Then it, uh, the subjects move on to uh, the pure form of lycanthropy, where uh, two parents who are lycanthropes have a child. And then from there it goes to what are commonly termed shifters which would be when a lycanthrope parent and a non-lycanthrope parent have a child. Waves. Yeah. <laughs> Waves at the camera. Yep. You don't find too much information on anything like communities about uh, of other shifters or even lycanthropes. In fact, the books seem to have the impression that lycanthropes in general are pretty solitary creatures. Right. They should pay me to write a goddamn book. (laughs) Scrib and the entire book will be none of you people know shit. (laughs) Publish it. Make a million dollars. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) You do find information on more than just werewolves. Uh, There are Ratkin, Were Tiger, although Wear tiger just seems to be a common term for all types of Cat. yeah yeah wear felines. Even find a mention of wear bears, but all uh, all of this is f- fairly general information. What else uh, were you looking for? I wanted to know how I knew Nightspeak. Right. If there's a connect, because 
when I was hearing her tell me versus what I found. Mm -hmm. You know, she's a night fae. Mm -hmm. I'm ruled by the moon. She's from the autumn. Uh huh. I wanted to know how I instinctually knew, because that was all I knew when I was in, when I with my my community. Yeah. Is we all spoke the set that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. I didn't really know. I knew a few words in common growing up, but not. It wasn't. They were mostly thrown around as swear words. <laughs> to be very vulgar, and I heard some people when they came. We had a couple visitors. Like a traveling group can mm -hmm. come through, and everybody spoke common, and all the adults spoke common. Mm -hmm. So, how did I instinctual? How did we instinctually know that? That's yeah. mostly what I'm looking for. <laughs> you unfortunately find no information as to that. God damn it! It was a long shot. I thought. But... Yeah. All these books, all these books seem to be written by people who have studied the idea of lycanthropy without having actually met an actual lycanthrope. Alright. I don't have anything else I need to look up. I have a name, though. Mm -hmm. A very heavy heart. So I head, I head back to the spot. Right. I check out the horses, if they're not out oh. playing. Nope. Uh, they're currently back. Uh, they both have very glossy coats right now. <laughs> I tell them hi. Hope they're having fun. That's it. Yeah. Pet, my, pet Muerte. Pet Muerte. My baby. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and then I head back. Alright. So, um, you guys spend the next day at the spa. Well, actually, when you come back, I oh. want to ask you. Oh, okay. oh, right. How did it go? I just come back into the room and I just sit on one of the lounge and things. And... Are you all right? Yeah, I mean, I have a name. A name? Name of the group. I hold up the gun. So one second. The, I hold up, uh, punishment. A name of the ones that... The Vanassi. Do I know that? Probably not, okay. A secretive order that maintain... The natural order. I hold up quotations as I say that. What is that supposed to mean? Apparently, they're after anything that they don't see as part of the natural order. Like me. I hold my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Found a name, but doubt they're still alive. A Smythe? Smythe. Yeah, there was a wanted poster. Apparently, he's the only known member. There's uh, deeds that they've done, but nothing concrete where to find them if they're still in operation. There's is, there, is there anything else you've seen? Uh, there was an article. An article? Yeah, apparently uh, destroying my village made it to a newspaper. Really? Yeah. But I knew about that. So it's not new information. I didn't get anything else. But you have a name. I have a name. It's a start. And I just look exhausted. 
It's the only thing I can do. Yeah. Just hold me for a little while. Let's get some sleep. Of course. Nothing happened over here, and I'm not lying this time. How was your day? Fantastic, actually. Wonderful. Your nails are good. Thank you. They're not, it's not real silver. Oh, just, shame. Just, it is just, um, some reflective varnish. That's a shame. Why? If he had real silver on there, I bet those could do some fun marks to my skin. Mm, yes, but I would not want to poison you. They can do plenty of marks without being silver. This is true. Uh, Celine. Yes? Got me thinking yesterday. You know how you're a night fae and all that? Yes. And you know night speak. Like you just started speaking it. Yes. We've always spoken that when I was back home. Yes, you told me. I'm just wondering where we learned it. You and I? No, my 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 community. If it's a language of fae. Perhaps you are also fae. Well, no, I'm a I'm a lichen, sort of half mother was human. But where did we learn it? Because it wasn't just my family; it was everybody. Everybody in my community, my pack, the whole pack spoke night speak. So that might be something to ask someone somewhere. Every fucking book I found was mostly on how to kill us and some half assed nonsense about biting and <laughs> returning from the dead and all that shit. You know, I'm gonna write a damn book. How to be a lagging. Don't be human. Or dwarven. Or gnome. Mind your own business and stay with your pack and don't bother anybody and then get killed anyway. The end. They even said most lagans were solitary. But lagans are pack creatures. Some of us are. Wolves definitely are. I don't know about other ones. Ratkin probably too. My papa used to tell me about uh, bears. Like in bears? Yeah. Cats, too. Really? Mm -hmm. Could a rabbit be a lichen? A lager lichen? A rabbit. A were-rabbit. A were-rabbit, a were yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I've never heard of one. Perhaps um, a nuffling could be a... Could be bitten by a were rabbit and also become a were rabbit. If were rabbits exist, babe, one would think if they existed, there would be quite a few of them. <laughs> yeah, I think they would be a bit more prevalent. Based on that, I think we can probably rule out the idea of uh, were rabbits. <laughs> Quel dommage! Papa talked about he used to be friends with a with a family that were bears. Heard tales of cats every now and then. I didn't know about rats, but heard a book. There was a, a book in the library that talked of ratkin. That sounds interesting. 
Never met any of them myself. Bears or cats of any kind. But I was hoping maybe that I wasn't the last one. The last of your kind? I'm not even my kind. I'm just half. But information wasn't... They didn't have any fucking information. Except on, uh... The fine points of where to stick the dagger. Which talks about how old-fashioned these books are. They use bullets now. <laughs> Plus, I think you can pretty much stick the dagger anywhere and it will uh, do as much stabbing damage as it would for anyone else. Yeah. Mortals are so strange. They are. Maybe after I take care of these assholes, maybe I can go find others like myself. Get some answers or something. Would you let me follow? Let you follow? I believe I was following you. Well, I will follow you now. <laughs> That's sweet. Talia's getting a bit choked up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I need to rest. I'm exhausted. I will stay with you. Alright. You go to bed. I actually wait for Talia to fall asleep and then I'm going to leave my cards. Okay. I pull three cards, of course. What's your question? It is, isn't it obvious? No. I want to know what... I want to know what to, what the cards think of my situation with the... Uh, oh. The Duke of Dusk. The, the Prince, Prince of Twilight. The Prince of Twilight. He who stands between. And I pull we'll call him Chuck. Let's not. <laughs> Sup, Chuck. I'll read him for you. What um, what should I do? What should I think? What does the situation mean? And I'm leaving it open to whatever. I'm not asking a specific question. I am only asking for a perspective or whatever the cards choose to reveal to me about the situation. It is one that I am not sure what to do about. So what do I do about this powerful being who wants something with me? What will not tell me what? The Ace of Swords. The two of swords and the star, all inverted. Confusion. The ace of swords, inverted. Confusion, chaos, lack of clarity. The two of swords, also inverted. Indecision, confusion, information overload. And the star, inverted. Lack of faith. What do you make of that? What, me yeah. personally? Yeah. That's pretty fucking spot on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, tell, like, tell me what you're thinking. That's, this one, this, like, I know that the Two of Swords means, like, two paths. Right? No. That's not what it said. It, that can be interpreted that way. It's indecision. Okay. Confusion. Choices. That's what I was thinking of. Two of Swords means. Yeah, but that's yeah. what, that's, it, that, that's, upright, that's yeah. not inverted. So, but that could be interpreted that way. So right. if you've got the Two of Swords, which is talking about a crossroads. Crossroads. <laughs> 
Yeah. Which makes more sense. <laughs> uh-huh. As I said, it's been a good don't track them, record. Don't touch them. I didn't touch them. It's been uh, a good track record. Yeah. So what that, if you're just asking for guidance, it's talking about how you are very confused. But there's nothing overtly threatening. What does the Ace of Swords mean again? The Ace of Swords was, um... I think I was specifically indecision and confusion. Confusion. Lack of clarity. Chaos. So these two mean the same thing, kind of? Those two are kind of in the same... I think this one is talking about more, like, your mental state, Mm -hmm. whereas the Two of Swords is more about, like, you're at a crossroads right now, and you're not... You haven't really... Like, you're confused Mm -hmm. about... about things. Mm -hmm. Indecision. And just, like, it could go either way. Okay. Or you could go either way, but you're... But since it's inverted, it's more, you're so confused with it that you can't see clearly down either path. Okay. And the star inverted. The star inverted, lack of faith. This is a more spiritual card. Mm-hmm. But lack of faith could be lack of faith in yourself. And that's how I'm reading it. Mm. So, and you were just, fin- you just finished telling Talia that you're worried about how you are reacting mm-hmm. instead of trusting yourself. Gotcha. Okay. So that's how I interpret this. Be that of what you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I like this. This why that's why I'm like, don't touch it because I'm not touching it. Yeah. I mean, I know, yeah. I know it's your deck, but I've been. Bonding. You've yeah. been resonating with that like really well. Yeah. Or fictional characters. So yeah, that's what I would take from that is she is really confused and she knows she can there there's it's like her mind is pretty much chaos right now. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a crossroads up ahead that she can either she can go either way with. But she's so confused she can't see down the path. Mm-hmm. And she lacks faith. In her, she doesn't trust herself to make an informed decision. Right. So that would be my interpretation of it. I should do Tally's cards. Tally's? Yeah. I mean, Tally is not awake. Right. But I'm very, very what curious. Talia? What, um. Since you're doing so fucking well with these. Right. What, um. What does Talia want? What should I... What about Talia? Like, what? Just guidance again. Guidance in a quest to, um... For revenge, for closure, for everything. Yeah, just in general. Do you want to cut the deck? Yeah, we'll say we cut the deck. Talia does not, she's asleep. Hmm. Queen of Swords, King of Wands, and the Devil. All Mm. inverted. Queen of Swords. Queen of Swords. Over-emotional, bitchy, cold-hearted. Yikes. What was going on? Um, King of Wands. Impulsive, haste, ruthlessness, high expectations. The devil. Inverted. Uh, good marriage. Breaking free. Detachment. Power reclaimed. So the King of Wands inverted is like recklessness? Recklessness, haste, ruthlessness, uh, high expectations, and the queen of the queen of swords was like cold hearted. Well, turn that around. 
Quick thinker, overnight, over organized, perceptive, independent. What do you make of this? Uh, well, if we kept it inverted, um, both both those face cards could represent Talia mm-hmm. in some form or another. Mm-hmm. Um, because the devil inverted is actually not a bad card. No, it's not. So, and it speaks of breaking free. Right. Which is kind of a weird message. Because being overly emotional. Okay, here. Face face card for the queen. Overly emotional. You could interpret that as instinct. Right. Pure emotional instinct. Right. Uh, king of swords. King of wands. wands. King of wands, impulsive, haste, ruthless, high expectations. That's Talia anyway. Mm-hmm. So... And those aren't all necessarily good traits necessarily, but that is who she is. Mm-hmm. And that's the the breaking free power reclaimed. That's kind of what she desires. Okay. So that's what I would interpret those as is that's basically a profile rather than right. <laughs> rather than a guidance. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash letsbelegendarypodcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in the game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.